The views, information, or opinions expressed during Wrestling Windown are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any agency, organization, employer, or company. Hey, it's Lo. Hi, I'm Haley. And, and we, we are Wrestling Windown. Down. We hope you guys are staying safe during this crazy coronavirus pandemic. But we're here. Surprise. We are dropping a new episode. Yes, we missed you guys so much. In this episode, we'll be talking about the Money in the Bank pay-per-view taking place this Sunday. And as always, our word on the street. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. Money in the Bank is taking place this Sunday and... It's going to be crazy. The pay-per-view is taking place in Stamford, Connecticut at the WWE headquarters, a.k.a. the Titan Towers, and this has never been done before. Yeah, they're throwing in some twists in there, but overall, I think that this should be a really good pay-per-view. They're just going to work with what they have and the options that are available to them during this crazy time. Let's talk about that. It's been a very crazy time in the world, and I think it's been really crazy to see how WWE has handled everything and you know a lot of people are opinionated on it they think but one side of it thinks well they're the only source of sports that are happening right now and this is like a an opportunity for them meanwhile you have the other people and I fall in this category where it's like y'all should have stopped when this first started this is very unsafe and There have been rumors that have came out that certain superstars showed up to WrestleMania and they had coronavirus and Roman Reigns actually went home because his wife just popped out their second set of twins and he didn't, yes, he didn't want to get them sick. So, um, well, also he probably has a compromised immune system, so I don't blame him. This is a very contact sport, which makes me confused why they're operating, but maybe like the NBA isn't where they don't even get as close as wrestling, you know? Right. And you know, too, it was interesting a lot of people were upset that WWE wasn't really mentioning coronavirus and the effect that it's had on the sport. Obviously, there's no one in the crowd. It's mm-hmm. literally just the performance center or, you know, wherever else they're at. From what I heard about WrestleMania, people were saying that WWE did not send out an official notification to them. It, they found out over Twitter. And I think that's what really ticked a lot of people off as well, spending thousands of dollars to go to another stay and enjoy a wrestling event with your friends for the weekend. And they didn't have the decency to email you. I think WWE could have handled that a little bit better. I think this whole situation, they're trying to do the best and offer entertainment to their fans. But I think a lot of the fans wouldn't have minded if they took a break. Yeah. And one other thing that I think was kind of interesting about the whole WrestleMania, I mean, this might just be my opinion, but last year we talked a lot about wanting them to do two nights, Mm -hmm. but instead they did one long night. And then now that we all have so much more free time, they decided to finally break it up into two nights. You know, I just thought that was interesting. (laughs) A lot of people like the two nights. So I mean, yeah, no, I agree. I think that it should be two nights from here. No, 100%. Yeah. And we'll see. I think this is a season of change for them. You know, they're realizing what they can and can't do. And I think it's going to be a very long time before you see crowds in an arena again. So they're going to have to keep on improvising. And Money in the Bank is no different. Let's kick it off with the kickoff match that is on the pre-show. Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. So Jeff Hardy just came back, and this is a huge deal. 
Jeff Hardy has had his moments in the WWE where he's been very good and he's gotten in trouble a lot with the law. And I think now is his time to shine. You know, you don't get a lot of chances in life and he's coming back into this and he has a match with one of the best Cesaro. I see Jeff winning here. I think they don't want to kill his momentum before he even really starts. And this is his first pay-per-view back in, I want to say close to a year. So I don't see him losing this match. What do you think? I completely agree. I think that this would be the perfect time for Jeff Hardy to win. And even though Cesaro is a great competitor, I definitely think that this is Jeff Hardy's time. It is interesting, though, that he's facing off against Cesaro. Cesaro is the former tag team partner of Sheamus. And if anyone has been watching WWE lately, it seems that WWE is going towards a Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus feud. So I think they're just putting their toes in the water before they jump completely in with Sheamus. Mm -hmm. I agree. So the next match that we're looking at is R-Truth versus MVP. And Lo, I know you were very excited to see MVP in this match. What's your prediction on this? I think this is a really interesting match just because I've been binge watching SmackDown from like 2006. And I know it sounds weird, but 2006 was prime for Raw and SmackDown. And I kind of started watching around then. It was, I think it was around like 2006, 2007. And it's interesting to go back and look at how these superstars were then. And MVP had just started in 2006. He was just trying to get his contract signed. He was known as the highest paid free agent. And he had a really illustrious career on the SmackDown brand as United States champion, as tag team champions with Matt Hardy. I think that MVP probably will win this match. I see MVP heading towards like this manager role. He is older now and He's really gearing himself towards, you know, doing these MVP VIP lounges and being a manager to these younger talents. So I think they're probably going to put him over in this match just to end his in-ring career on a high note. Maybe he might have another match. I mean, the last two matches that he's had on Raw, he it's not like he showed any ring rust or anything. So... I think MVP will win. What do you think? I agree with you on this. I think for him to gain this managerial credibility, I think that he definitely should win Money in the Bank. I think that, again, R-Truth is a great competitor, but between these two, I think it just makes more sense for MVP to win. Something that I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed too, is that it really sucks that R-Truth hasn't really had his moment to shine since the whole 24-7 title with Drake Maverick and... Carmella it's like now that Carmella is on Smackdown and she is the same shade of as me like literally we look like the same race and we're not he hasn't had anything and I think that's really frustrating our truth is at I think the end of his career and that might have been his final moment I believe but you never know WWE is very unpredictable our truth could be 24 7 champion again Gronk is signing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I do not know sports but I do know that So I don't know if WWE is going to keep that title on him. They might for the publicity and being involved in the NFL, but that's Well, I think that R-Truth had a very interesting run with the 24-7 title, and they haven't really found a spot for him yet, and I don't know where he would necessarily fit in. So I do kind of agree with you that this could be the end of his 24-7 title reign and maybe his wrestling career, but I I think he ended it in an interesting way. I feel like we need to play – Boys to men, end of the road. It's just, it's sad. Like, our truth has had a really illustrious career in the WWE. He's also been a member of the TNA roster. So, I just want someone to put respect on our truth's name. Okay. 
Yes. The next match that we have at Money in the Bank is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship up for grabs. The New Day, who are the new champions, going up against the former champions, Miz and Morrison versus the Forgotten Sons versus Lucha House Party. The Forgotten Sons are new in this title picture. They were an NXT team, and now they've been brought up to the main roster. And this is an opportunity of a lifetime for them. I think that the New Day is going to retain here. I don't see WWE pulling the titles off of them so quickly. Mm -hmm. It seems like in these type of matches, like we saw at WrestleMania with the three-way tag match, the ladder match, Morrison ended up retaining for Miz and Morrison. So I don't see New Day losing here. What do you think? Again, I'm going to have to agree with you on this. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the New Day. I always hope that the New Day wins. But I think in this, yeah, I mean, they make the most sense for this. Would I be surprised if the Forgotten Sons won? Mm, Probably not because WWE does some crazy stuff once in a while. Trying to get them publicity like right off the bat. I think that that could be a move. But I think that the New Day is probably going to be the winner in this. I could see the Forgotten Sons going into a feud with the New Day. I feel like, you know, Miz and Morrison, as good of a tag team as they are, and their compatibility with each other, I think that they do good as a team. But I think that they need to step aside for a minute. They had their tag team title reign, as we expected, and give these new guys some shine. You know, at least give them an opportunity to feud for the title. We see that the Usos are out of the title picture Um, Jimmy Uso is currently injured, so I don't know how long they're going to be out for. They had just gotten back into the groove of things, and they performed stellarly at WrestleMania, as well as the, I believe, SmackDown after, where they had their rematch to try and attain those titles, but I feel bad for the Usos. I think that they have such a strong fan presence, and it seems like things, whether it be injuries or personal issues that end up on the internet, keep Mm -hmm. on it getting in their way, and it really sucks because I feel like they're a powerhouse tag team, and I hope that once they're back and they're injury-free that they're able to pick up where they left off. I agree. I think even though they do have you know, a lot of drama surrounding them. I think that they have a really strong fan base and, you know, that fan base isn't going to go away anytime soon. The next match we see is the SmackDown Women's Championship match and that is Bayley versus Tamina. What are your thoughts on this? (sighs) WWE. I think they're doing a great job at showing these promos on Twitter of Tamina. Going to these like anger management type appointments with her therapist and the way that they're doing it it's really hyping her up and it's making her engage more with the fans and obviously she's been a heel for a very long time she teamed with Nia Jax she was a singles competitor and she's always been a heel and now they're putting her in the face position and I think it's a good move but I feel like they need to put a title on this woman. And people will go back and forth till they're out of breath and say, well, you know, she's not as good as her dad and she's injury prone and she's this and she's that. And I remember bringing this up on our Twitter, I think around WrestleMania. And I said, we need to have a conversation about why Tamina is not viewed like Charlotte Flair or Natalia or all these other second, third generation superstars. And someone was like, you know, she's always injured. And yes, she has been injured a couple times. And she is older than most of the women on the roster. But she has years of service with WWE. And she has yet to hold a women's title. It blows my mind. I feel like she is not given the same respect, the same light as other women and men who have parents and grandparents that wrestled in WWE before. With all of that being said, 
I don't see her winning this title here. It makes me mad. You know, I think WWE puts her in this position where the fans are loving her and she should win the title. That's 100% my thought, but I don't see it happening. Or she might pick it up, but she's not going to keep it long because WWE at WrestleMania, the look that Sasha gave Bailey after she retained her title, Sasha ain't given up yet. Sasha might act mm-hmm. like she's Bailey's friend, but Sasha wants that title more than anything. So unfortunately for Tamina, I don't see her winning a title. Maybe the tag team titles one day. We know how I feel about those tag titles, but <sighs> what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, you make a good point. She is injured a lot of the time. So I feel like if she does get the title, WWE would be worried that, you know, she'd have to place it down and someone else would have to pick it up. For that, I think that, you know, Bailey's probably going to win just because they're still going towards the Sasha Banks thing that you just mentioned. I think that WWE always has, like, a vision set. Right. And they don't like to, like, stray away from this vision. So if they see something going on with Bailey and Sasha and they think that the fans are liking it, they're going to be like, that 100%. Right. Yeah, I could see that. The Universal Championship is on the line. We have Braun Strowman, who is the current champion, going up against Bray Wyatt. And I think Braun Strowman is going to keep this title until SummerSlam. And it should be Roman. I will die on that hill that it should have been Roman. But with the Mm -hmm. circumstances at WrestleMania and Roman Reigns deciding that, rightfully so, him and his family's health is more important, he didn't face Goldberg. We saw Braun Strowman go against Goldberg and pick up the title. And yeah, Braun Strowman, he is a what you would think a champion would look like. You know, he's tall, he's strong, etc. But that's Roman's spot. And I think that's why I'm just kind of like, WWE is being so petty about the way that they're handling things with Roman just in general. That just blows my mind. Um, Someone noticed earlier this week that they had a promo on TV with Seth Rollins and I guess Roman Reigns was involved somehow and they just cut Roman's part out. And it's kind of like, okay, you know, business professional, this man has worked for your company for years now and you just cut him out of a promo because you're salty. You know, obviously maybe there's something else to it that the fans don't know, but from what we do know, it looks extremely unprofessional. I mean, that's not the first time we've seen some pettiness in WWE, so I wouldn't even be surprised if that is the reason, you know? Right. Like I said, I see them keeping Braun Strowman as the champion. What do you think? I definitely don't see Roman returning soon to get his rightful title. Right. I mean, I would love to see Bray Wyatt with the title again. I think that he's never booked correctly, and so I think that, you know, he has this amazing persona that he could like if he was able to write his own script kind of like he was doing in the firefly one house if he could do that again with the title this time like amazing i think that that would be great i think what would work with bray and the title is incorporate that similar match that he had with john cena at wrestlemania that match along with the boneyard match was absolutely incredible and Mm -hmm. You know, I hope that WWE doesn't go overboard with these type of matches, but I think that would really showcase Bray Wyatt's tenacity and his ability to be creative. And we saw that in the match with John Cena and how you just didn't expect what was next. You didn't know what was going to happen, and that's what kept fans on their feet. I think that's what they need to do with Bray at this point. But like we said, he's not going to get the title, which is – It should be common sense that he has it or Roman has it, but Braun Strowman is going to rock this thing to the wheels fall off, okay? 
I hope not. I hope that's not what we see, but ugh, that's all I have to say. Ugh. So the next match we see is for the WWE Championship. This is going to be Drew McIntyre, who currently has the title, versus Seth Rollins. I personally don't see Drew McIntyre losing the title at this point, but what are your thoughts on this? I agree with you. Drew McIntyre has been on fire. His journey towards title was long and hard fought, and I don't see WWE sacrificing that right now. I mean, maybe down the line, Seth Rollins might pick up this title or it might be a one and done with them. Um, I think Drew McIntyre has done a really good job as champion because he's himself, and we've said that before. Him being himself and thanking the fans for their appreciation and they haven't given up on him. I think that's what's really helping him, as well as his in-ring ability, obviously. But 100%, I think Drew is retaining. Let's get into our first Money in the Bank ladder match, which is the women. We have Nia Jax. (laughs) Yes, we love our women. (laughs) We have Nia Jax versus Asuka versus Shayna Baszler versus Lacey Evans, versus Carmella, versus Dana Brooke. Honey, where do we even start with this? Oh, my God. There's such good talent here, but I do see a few people who I think might come out on top. Okay, let's just break it down by competitors. So let's start with Carmella. Do you see Carmella winning this match? I do not. I don't don't think that. Yeah, I don't think this is her time. She won Money in the Bank before. She's won twice. Yeah, and, like, she was a great character with it. But I think there's some other talent in here that maybe it's their time. I agree with you. I think Carmella is kind of lost right now. You know, they were trying to put her with Dana to challenge for the women's tag team titles. And, you know, is she a tag team competitor? Is she a singles competitor? I mean, I'm all here for competing in both, but... I feel like they're not sure on what to do with her, and I don't see her winning this match. I think Carmella will come out. She'll look great out in her ring gear, but I don't see her winning this match again, unfortunately. Dana Brooke, as much as she deserves a push, and, you know, she was set to compete at WrestleMania in the women's match, but unfortunately she was sick. I don't think she had coronavirus. She didn't compete, and... I don't see them putting her in a position to get a push this huge after, you know, no storyline development with this. What do you think? I agree. I think that, you know, she has her time and then they put her in something weird and then it just goes back and forth like that. But hopefully she gets a storyline that actually works for her soon. But I don't think that this one is going to be her win. What about Nia Jax? You know, I could actually see Nia Jax here. You know, she just came back right after WrestleMania, so she hasn't been competing that long. But I think that this would be a good time to put her up on top again. I don't know. I could see it. I couldn't see it. This one could go either way for me. I don't see it happening. I think the WWE Universe would go to Titan Towers and light that shit on fire. God. Seriously. (laughs) Just because she just came back. Not that. People are really pissed off at Nia Jax for how unsafe she is in the ring and I won't get on here and I won't say if she's safe or unsafe because I'm not a professional wrestler I don't know the work that goes into putting a match together or doing these moves but I will tell you as a fan that when I watch some of her stuff specifically her match that she had with Kyrie Sane a couple weeks ago on Raw it made me nervous watching it because she was just so rough with her and 
supposedly Kyrie actually did get injured. I haven't seen an official report about this, but Nia's had a past where she punched Becky Lynch in the face before, and the internet went viral with that. They liked the badass demeanor that Becky Lynch displayed with her bloody nose, but at the same time, they were like, Nia Jax punched her in the face, and she's so unsafe. And I agree with you. I can see how that could, you know, okay, but take at it the back. Same she's not going to WWE could decide that they want to throw a curveball in here, and as the strongest competitor in this match, in my opinion, they could put her over, but it wouldn't necessarily make sense. We also have Asuka in the match, who she was the tag team champion with Kyrie for a while there it would be entertaining to see Asuka hold a money in the bank briefcase because Asuka is this mysterious character who when she finally does get in the ring she'll kick your ass we saw how dominant she was in NXT she's the longest reigning title holder for the NXT women's champion right still and it's been years she does deserve something like this I don't see WWE having her win either what do you think now, in my opinion, I think that she would be a great Money in the Bank briefcase holder. I think she would be great. I think that this match, honestly, is going to be between her and Shayna Baszler. Hmm. Well, I think that Shayna Baszler. Yeah, we do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Lacey Evans is going to win this. Oh, honey, I don't either. No, I think that WWE is really confused on what to do with Lacey Evans, just like they are with Carmella. You know, Lacey was a strong heel and no one liked her. And now they've tried to turn her face. They've had her daughter involved with this Bailey and Sasha storyline that they did for a couple months and that they still continued pushing at WrestleMania. And Lacey Evans was in the final two for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania with Bailey, And that shocked me more than anything. I thought Naomi would be one of the final two participants to get that title. And she was out. She was like third out. It shocked me. It, and it pissed the internet off right from right. the show. Like you said, I do see Shayna Baszler and maybe Asuka being the final two in this match. It would make yeah. the most sense to have Shayna win. She didn't win at WrestleMania and everyone was pissed. And rightfully so. I mean, Shayna Baszler was hot in NXT. She held that title twice. We thought when she came up to Raw, it was over. It was done with. Right. He was going to win that title from Becky Lynch. And Becky is still holding the title. She's held it for a year and changed now. And it would only make sense to have her and Shayna at SummerSlam for Shayna to rip that title off of her because we need a new champion. And I think that having Shayna Baszler in that position, as powerful she is and as dominant as she is, it only makes sense unless they're going to bring Ronda Rousey back. And No, 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 no. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be Shayna Baszler. She's such a good competitor. She's so scary. She's going to scare everyone, but she's just amazing. And I think that she's going to win this. The men's money in the bank ladder match is also one that we need to break down like that. This one yes. is AJ Styles, Alistair Black, Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, Otis and King Corbin. Where do we start? Let's start with AJ Styles. First of all, I thought AJ Styles was dead. Okay. The last time we (laughs) saw him, he was in a boneyard match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And all we saw was his hand coming out of the grave. I thought he was done for. I didn't think we would see him this soon, but he is replacing Apollo Crews in this match. AJ does not need this briefcase. I feel like he just had this amazing match with The Undertaker and 
The only reason I could think of them putting the briefcase on him would be to say, you know, well, I'm not dead after all. Like, I don't need the Undertaker to give me a name. Like, retribution almost by getting that Money in the Bank briefcase. What do you think? I mean, I feel like he doesn't need it at this point. I think there's more deserving superstars in this match that haven't had their moment to shine yet. I think that this is going to be another one that... I'm divided by two people, and I Hmm. think AJ Styles is one of those people. Aleister Black is also in this match, and I was on the Queen of NE's Elimination Chamber live months ago, and... We talked about Aleister Black, and I had mentioned that I feel like he hasn't had his opportunity to shine yet. I'm thinking this might be it. He's been patient. He's been waiting. He's been on Raw. You know, it's not like he isn't competing. We've seen him. I think this might be his time, and I definitely think that he deserves it. You know, he was such a strong competitor in NXT. His entrance is amazing. His persona in the ring is amazing. I just, I love watching Aleister Black wrestle, and I feel like he deserves this opportunity and he's my pick to win this match, I would say. This was the other person I was going to say that this is going to be between the two, AJ Styles and Aleister Black. Now, I would love to see Aleister Black win this, but is WWE going to go with a more familiar name, or are they going to go with him? Like, I don't know. Well, I think Aleister Black is familiar. I think, you know, he's been solid on being on TV and stuff, but I can see where you're coming from. You know, AJ Styles is is way more widely known than Aleister, Mm -hmm. but give the new people a chance. And I think especially for a Money in the Bank briefcase, I think that that's when you should put the people who necessarily aren't as popular or have such a big following because then that's their time to like work it up. We saw Brock Lesnar with it and he dragged that out forever. So just imagine like a wrestler that was actually like going to go somewhere with that and not, you know, I think that that could be amazing. When I think about Money in the Bank, I think about the Radar Superstar Edge and how he was able to attain the Money in the Bank briefcase numerous times throughout his career. And I think the men and women could take some notes from him. He is known for his Money in the Bank briefcases and how he cashed in and had this successful cash in. We have seen people cash in and they have not been successful. I'm hoping whoever wins, both in the men and the women, they're able to cash in successfully. Like if you climbed up that ladder and you competed in that match with all these other talented superstars, you should be able to get in the ring with the champion and win that damn title. But that's exactly. just, I'm going to sip my wine on that one. Rey Mysterio is also in this match. I don't see Rey winning. He doesn't necessarily need this briefcase, but at the same time, I feel like Rey Mysterio is almost like the veteran in this match. We have AJ, we have Rey, we have Daniel. All three of them have been wrestling for a very long time. So I think they wanted to add some familiarity in this match, and they know that Rey Mysterio is capable. He is a high flyer, so you know there will be some crazy ladder spots that could be incorporated here. But I don't see him winning, as well as Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan would be a good Money in the Bank briefcase holder, but I just don't see it right now. We need something solid from Daniel Bryan. We've seen him with Drew Gulak, and I think that they need to continue in that path. Drew Gulak is kind of like this almost like therapist figure to him, like, a motivational coach telling him what he can do better and stuff. And maybe Drew Gulak gets involved here. I don't know. I really don't feel like 
Daniel Bryan needs this briefcase at this point in time. The last two men in this match are Otis and King Corbin. While Otis is a captivating figure with the WWE audience, I feel like I'm almost confused at the thought that he's in this match. He is a tag team competitor. He's with Heavy Machinery with Tucker, and ever since he was involved in the feud with Dolph Ziggler, we've seen Tucker involved, but they haven't been a tag team. Like, it's been all Otis, and... I think he works better as a tag team competitor. If him and Mandy are done in this storyline, because it seems like Mandy and Sonya are going to start doing their thing, why do they not just pair him back up with Tucker? Is Tucker injured? Like, what is going on here? We need some clarity. In terms of King Corbin, honey, if they match, I don't know. I don't know what path they're going down. King Corbin is already King of the Ring, and I will admit. He has been a solid king of the ring. He's been on everyone's nerves and reminded everyone any time that he can get that he is king of the ring. He comes out to the ring with his crown and all the shenanigans. And what is the money in the bank going to add to his current character is my question. That he's just so dominant. What are you doing with your king of the ring title? Fans will not like this. I don't even think his fans will like this. So I think his fans would like it. It gives him an opportunity to challenge for any title that he wants. And that puts him back into a main event spot or, you know, a mid card spot. If he goes for the intercontinental championship or the U S championship, I feel like King Corbin is just not in this position to be a champion right now. I feel like, He's being dominant, just being the quote-unquote king of the ring. Let's get into our word on the street. So Apollo Crews was pulled from the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, and it was interesting. Now he's not able to compete. AJ Styles filled his position, and everyone was wondering, why was this? And according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, this was always the plan to pull Apollo out of this match and place AJ in, which is sh**. But supposedly there is a spot for Apollo Crews in the stable that we were talking about earlier. While this does suck for Apollo Crews, supposedly he will be involved in this new stable with MVP leading it, along with Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne. Um, I think this might be a good spot for Apollo Crews. You know, he is the singles competitor along with tag team competitors. This might be his moment to shine, and he's being led like I said earlier, by a veteran. So this might be the opportunity that he's been waiting for. I feel like this might be opportunity season for these guys that and women who haven't had their opportunity to shine. How do you feel about this? I mean, in my opinion, I think that him finding like an actual spot in a group is better than Money in the Bank. I mean, I don't know if people agree with me on this, but Money in the Bank is just like one match. And if you don't win, it's kind of over. So you know, you might not go into a specific spot in a specific group or something. But the fact that he's being put with MVP and these two others, I think that that sounds better for him, in my opinion. So at the end of April, we saw a lot of changes happen within WWE surrounding the coronavirus. I mean, layoffs were happening everywhere, and WWE was not exempt from this, unfortunately. Some of the people that we saw let go were Kurt Hawkins, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Leo Rush, Kurt Angle, Sarah Logan, Mike and Maria Kanellis, Zack Ryder, and Rusev. We also saw Drake Maverick, Primo, Epico, Rowan, and Curtis Axel released. You know, this was an extremely, extremely sad day. A lot of people know it happened, but in case you don't know, there was a business call on the meeting. It lasted, I want to say, less than five minutes. It might have been shorter than that. And 
I believe it was Vince McMahon that just said, you know, we're going to have to make some cuts. And from what I read, they were sending out text messages to these people, not 100% on if this was true or not. This is just a really sad story. You know, a lot of these guys have been in the WWE for a very long time. Some of these people haven't been in the WWE for a long time. Seeing Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows being released after they played a part in the Boneyard match with The Undertaker and AJ Styles was absolutely shocking. And Sarah Logan being released. She was the only active woman released. Maria was released, but she was also on maternity leave, which is not classy in my opinion. Right. But I mean, we even talked about, is that legal? Yes, I don't know if it's legal or not, but I haven't heard that she's suing, so I'm assuming that they were able to. But interestingly, a lot of people were asking, why wasn't Laura Sullivan on this list? Which, I'm not a fan of Laura Sullivan, and Haley isn't a fan of Laura Sullivan, but when it comes to people losing their jobs, that's kind of messed up to ask, you know, why wasn't this person fired? But from what I read, since he is injured, they're not able to fire him. But they are able to fire someone that was on maternity leave, which does not make any sense to me. Yeah, that's so very if we have anyone that knows law that would like to explain this to us on their free Slide time, in DMs. Absolutely, because I'm I'm extremely interested. But you know, a lot of these superstars, including Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Leo Rush, Zach Ryder, they've already started selling t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees to their fans and I think that is a really good sign that they're not letting their releases from a company that they've been with for so long halt their entering career now coronavirus is thing right now so they're not able to explore other options like they normally would Mm -hmm. be able to if they got released I do believe that they're still locked in their contract for a certain amount of days so they wouldn't be able to compete anyway but if you're fans of these guys or you appreciate their work during their time in the WWE, I would look into getting a shirt because it does directly support them. Mike Kyoto, he was a referee in WWE. He was the longest referee in the WWE, and he was let go. It's just a sad situation, and a lot of these people are just so talented, and Rusev was a complete surprise to me. Yeah. Um, he actually tweeted it before the news came out, and everyone was like, what are you talking about? And they were confused, and then the news dropped, and people were just like, wow, you know, Rusev was so powerful when he started and he was with Lana and who knew that his last storyline would be such a one with Bobby Lashley and Lana. I'm just saying. How disappointing. But I am very hopeful that almost everyone on this list will be able to bounce back and get into another wrestling ring and have success. And, you know, maybe they'll come back to WWE one day. Maybe they won't, but I definitely wish them the best in their future endeavors. Me too. Me too. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we here at WWD take mental health very seriously and, you know, always encourage people to seek out help. So the CDC has come out with five tips on how to cope with stress during COVID-19 and be kind to your mind. So these five tips are pause, take breaks, make time, reach out, and seek help. I think those are all great tips and Being a part of wrestling Twitter and seeing the stuff that goes down lately, both with people that are on Twitter as well as our 
superstars in the WWE has been really alarming. And I think that mental health is so important. And we really need to think before we're posting online, things can be taken out of proportion, or people are just rude. I think people really need to think about that someone is on the other side of that computer, or the other side of that phone screen, reading what you're sending to them. So please be kind to your mind, but also be kind to others minds. It's a rough time right now. Just don't put more hate and stress out there. That's all we can ask for. As you guys know, we celebrated our one-year anniversary of doing Wrestling Wind Down in April. So it's been so exciting to be able to connect and interact with all different wrestling fans from all over the world. And we're just so appreciative. So with that, we do have a little bit of an announcement. So we will have a couple new projects coming up and I will be stepping into more of a contributor role while Lo will be taking the lead on the podcast portion of wrestling wind down yes so i will be still hosting the show and Haley will be more involved with our um, social media and stuff in the meantime i can't wait to introduce you guys to some of the great wrestling friends that i've met along the way while we've done this podcast so i hope that you guys will continue to listen and stay tuned to wrestling wind down thank you for tuning into another episode of wrestling wind down you can find all of our other episodes available on spotify apple Podcasts, google play and wherever else you listen to your podcast you can also find us on twitter and instagram at wwdcast that is at wwdcast let us know what you thought about the episode what was your favorite part we upload episodes every week until next time enjoy your wine and of course enjoy your wrestling cheers, cheers.